Welcome to Maestro's On Air, presented by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra, recorded live at Maestro's Cafe, located at the Brevard Central Library and Reference Center in beautiful Cocoa, Florida. Maestro's On Air is a discussion of culture, news events, and life on the Space Coast, and highlights the music the concerts, and the personalities of the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Today's show features President of the Symphony Board, Eric Lee. Now your host, SCSO Director of Communications, Bill Trudeau. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's your uh, wonderful host, Bill Trudeau. I'm a little under the weather. One of Santa's helpers got me sick. <laughs> Anyways, I'll go into detail a little later in the show. I don't want to get, get started with that right now. Anyway, good morning. Um, here with Eric Lee, the illustrious president of the board of directors of the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. And I actually said that without reading it. That's really good, Bill. You've got a real knack for this sort of thing. I'm telling you, Mr. Knack. Mr. Knack to I you. I don't know about that. Um, so it's great. We're here again. We're live at Maestro's. Maestro's on air from Maestro's Cafe. Can you believe that? It is. It's a great day today. It's a beautiful day. We've got a lot of uh, customers here. I'm having my usual breakfast sandwich, but with a twist today. I see that. I've got, just got a new shipment of ciabatta bread. It's really good. You've got to try it. That's beautiful. Ciabatta bread with the um, egg... Sausage and pepper jack. So if you, come on by and uh, try it out. Yeah, come by, try it out, grab a cup of coffee. Don't drive by without stopping in for a cup of coffee. Coming up, we're going to be uh, talking about the New Year's Eve event, putting on the Ritz. We're going to be talking about uh, Out of This World Part Deux. <laughs> and uh, then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the, the new matching program that we have. Um, yeah, I'd like to... Uh, kind of recap if we could or I'd like you to do it seeing as I wasn't there because I'm sick anyway the Messiah sing-along how did that um how did that turn out it was really opinion? good yeah it was a full house as usual when you say full house how many people would you would you estimate <coughs> I don't know up? 900 some wow that's a full like, house you know standing I think the church holds like nine like 900, I think you're maybe like at 950. I mean, it's like, you know, standing room only. That's a good crowd. How many people participated in the sing-along itself? Uh, quite a few. Maybe like a couple hundred. Really? I mean, yeah. It's a, you know, big choir. You've got the um, audience divided up by section. So you got soprano, alto, tenor, bass. So Did they have them cord- cordoned off or were they're, they just no, they're mixed in? The, in? They're in the middle. In the middle. Right. And then the people that don't want to sing are kind of around them. But if you think about it, everybody's singing the Hallelujah Chorus, because everybody knows the words of that anyway. So Aaron is conducting the band. He's up there. I can see him now on his podium, right, mm-hmm. that Diana made especially. I want right. to bring that up in a little bit. That is very cool, very thoughtful of her. So anyways, he's on his podium. He's conducting. So he has the, the, the choir in front of him, right, right on the stage. Right. And he has choir in back of him in the audience. Is that the is that the way it works? No, it's more. 
the choir is interspersed with the audience. Interspersed. So he's conducting the orchestra, and then the choir is behind him, and then when the big choral numbers, he turns around. Okay, so the big choral numbers, he turns around, and so is he constantly like turning around back and forth and back and forth? Or does he turn around just maybe a couple of times? Just for like the choir stuff. He'll turn around for the choir, and then the orchestra watches the backside. But, you know, we don't really watch him that much anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's the first thing they teach you in music school. Well, yeah, don't watch the conductor. It'll just confuse you. <laughs> you have to watch your music. You're watching him. He makes a face. You miss your place. He's got You're... some good faces, too. I am sure he does. But the thing is, what's funny to me is you're reading your music, right? You're doing right. your thing. Your eyes on the music. You look up. He makes a face. You lose your place. Now you don't know what's going on. Am I right? That happens sometimes. I mean, professional musicians really have a tough time dealing that with that. That happens sometimes. Yeah. Because he t- makes some pretty good faces. Well, I'm sure that he does. Uh, he makes some pretty good faces around the office, too. Oh, yeah. Like the smelly face. That <laughs> one's pretty good. <laughs> the smelly face. Uh, we got to come up with a different name than that. I don't know. No, I like the smelly face. It's, it's like, you know, if you had opened up some Limburger cheese. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Does, did he create that or did you? Not Limburger cheese, the smelly face thing. Well, he can't, I mean, he, he does the smelly face, but we came up with a name for it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Actually, your, um, your friend Kate came up with the name. Wow, my friend, face. yes, my dear friend, Kate. That's right. Kate Leisure. Right. She wow. um, came up with the smelly face. I haven't seen her in a while. She's, uh, she's a sweetheart. I like Kate. I like she's Kate a, good, a lot. Good egg. She's, a, she's an incredible musician, but she's a very, very good person as well. Um, and an excellent blackjack and roulette dealer. Yes. By the way. Yes, she is. Don't ask me how I know that. <clears throat> All right, I won't ask you. Did you okay. know that she worked in a Russian casino? No, a Russian casino? <laughs> yes. In, in Russia. Are you serious? Yeah. That's how she learned everything. Wow. I didn't know that. No. Yeah. I thought she worked at a casino in London. No, she started in Russia. In Russia. Yeah, she saw this ad in the paper and hiring, you know, Casino people for a Russian casino. She had no experience. They hired her. <laughs> they shipped her off to Russia. And wow, I wonder what she thinks. You know, this is a perfect segue right into this whole Russian thing. And no, I'm not going to talk about it. As you laugh, please do not spill the coffee. Anyway, it's very, very important to not say anything remotely funny while Eric's drinking coffee. That's right. I could spill it like all over the place. Not spill it, spit it. You know, <laughs> right in my direction. Um, no, in all honesty, this Russia thing, I'm telling you. Anyway, I don't want to get off on that. I understand, correct me if I'm wrong, the pumpkin spice era is officially over. Is that what I'm hearing? So far, I haven't been able to find it in the last, um, last couple of days. So, Really? But I'm still haven't exhausted all our suppliers yet, so I'm still working on it. Okay, how many suppliers are left? Because I happen to like pumpkin spice. I think I've got like two or three still. Two or three? Yeah, but yeah. we've got some really good French vanilla. That's very popular. If you you know what's weird? That. I'm kind of an insane coffee drinker. I drink it either black with nothing, mm-hmm. no cream, no sugar, strong. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's mud, okay? But you're talking to a guy that likes Guinness, too. Right. And I'm not saying I drink a lot, but when Guinness I drink is beer. Good for you. Yeah, when I drink beer, I'll have a Guinness. It's good for you. And I don't consider myself a beer schnob. It gives you strength. It gives you strength. Have you ever been to Ireland? Have I ever been? To Ireland. Uh, only in my dreams. I've been to Ireland, and the Guinness over there is even better than the Guinness here. Really? Yeah, because they don't pasteurize it because they drink so much of it. It's like 
way smoother than what we have here. And you have to know how to pour a Guinness, too. Am I correct? Oh, yeah. You got to pour it. Don't want to pour it too fast. No, or too and, slow. A lot right. of people don't know how to do it. And then, you, right, you pour it for a little bit, you let it settle, and then and, you pour it some more. And then what do you do? What's the topper? Come on. What, what, well, what's the cherry on top? Depending on where you go, they either put a shamrock on the top. See, you know your stuff. Or a smiley face. Uh, well, the shamrock. Let's just stick with it. The smiley face. Yeah, haven't you ever had a smiley face? Dan Dan just arrived. He's a fine American. He wasn't here, right? He just got here. Right. Chef Dan in the house, ladies and gentlemen. This is great. This is great. great. Very nice. Yeah, I feel like uh, all is well with the world now. It is all the well. But I've had a smiley face on the Guinness before. Well, my uh, so what I do, I, I like Guinness when I'm drinking beer. So the thing is, with coffee, I'll either have it black with nothing in it. Mm-hmm. Or lots of cream and lots of sugar. Isn't that weird? Either completely black or lots of cream and lots of sugar. That's very interesting. Yeah. Right now I've got the coffee. I'm just using straight half and half right now. Uh, I'm drinking it black. Oh, you're a fine American. Yeah, with no cream, no sugar. That's pretty good. The only place I ever get pumpkin spice is here at Maestro's Cafe, by the way. Just the way they do it. In my opinion, here at the cafe, you can very easily become one with the bean. Mm-hmm. One with the bean, Eric. Right. What do you think about that? I just created that. Well, it's true because yeah. we use whole bean coffee. We grind it right before we brew it. So you get that fresh coffee flavor. So, so you can't beat it. The, the weather, I'm going to tell you, I am really... Um, I don't know what to think about this weather. Up, down, up, down. Um, it's pretty it was nice freezing. today. Well, it's nice today. A couple of days ago it was freezing. Um, we have another cold front coming in, and it's supposed to be cold again. But then it's supposed to warm up right before Christmas. That's good. You like that? I do like it because um, I'm from up north, so nothing is better than like calling people on Christmas Day and telling them you're in the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm. Can I tell you something? I watch uh, on occasion. I don't watch it all the time. The Deadliest Catch. Have you ever heard of that show? Was that well, on the Weather Channel? No, it's. You know what? They may have had it on. No, not the Weather oh, Channel. History Channel. History Channel. Oh yeah, where yeah. they're out fishing. They're out fishing. They're in the in the Bering Strait, the Bering Sea, and they uh, they fish for crabs. They call it fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, crabbing fish right. boat. I don't know. Anyways, but it's crabs. Mm-hmm. So why they call them fishing boats, I don't know. It has nothing to do with fish. So crabs, they're out there looking for crabs. Right. And I see myself very easily in that environment. I'd rather be there than here. Right. See, you'd rather be here than there. That's re- that's, I don't understand that sometimes, how people don't like the cold that have moved down here from other places. You're from Wisconsin. Um, actually, Indiana. Indiana, okay. Then I went to school in Chicago. I overshot a little bit. Right. So you're from Indiana. Right. You're used to winters. Yeah, I hated winter. You're used to blustering, blistering, <laughs> freezing temperatures. <laughs> and then when I moved to Chicago to go to school, it's even colder than where I lived, grew up in Indiana. Unbelievably cold. There was one, um, this is like after I, I think graduated, I think I was either, either getting my master's or it was like after that. It's like 26 below plus the wind chill. Unbelievably cold. They well, can have that. That, but I'm that still, is cold. But I'm still a Bears fan, though, because I don't have any good sense. But that's another story. 
Well, we have a very, very exciting New Year's Eve planned. Am I correct? Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Putting on the Ritz. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Over at the International Palms Resort over in Cocoa Beach on um, Wednesday, January 31st. What time? Uh, festivities start at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. And um, dinners, it's 8.30. It's a buffet dinner. We have a champagne chicken, a London broil with a Cabernet sauce, new potatoes, um, vegetable medley. It's going to be great. Did you say Cabernet sauce? On the London broil, yeah. Very nice. It's going to be really good. Have you, have you been to the International Palms? I sure have. They do a great job with the food especially for big events. They're really good with cooking a lot of food for a lot of people. Uh, I actually mentioned in the uh, last, actually our first official broadcast from Maestro's, um, I mentioned that it reminds me of the uh, Castaways. It was a place uh, in old school South Florida, located just uh, right on Collins Avenue down in South Mm -hmm. Beach, or down near South Beach. Yeah, they do a great job. It's it's amazing to me. It it just has that same feel, which is really, really great. It's something that I never thought I'd see again. But somehow the International Palms has recaptured that whole South Florida thing. And it's in Cocoa Beach. It's great. Yeah, it's going to be great. And then the band, the Phoenix Jazz Orchestra, is going to start playing at 930. They're going to be playing for three hours. Wow. Champagne Toast at midnight. Phoenix Jazz Orchestra is a great band. They uh, played this summer. In July, people love the concert, so we got the same band. It's going to be a really good time. That's great. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's exciting. Uh, get your tickets now. Right. Get them immediately. Right. 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 Uh, ticket price is ninety nine dollars. How do they get them? They can call the um, hotline, which is eight five five two five two seven two seven six. Or go on to the website, www.spacecoastsymphony.org. What's that hotline number again? 855-252-7276. One more time. I'm kidding, Eric. <laughs> I could do this all day. I'm, I'm kidding with you. got me. my sandwich. I got my coffee. I'm all set. $99. It's that's, a great deal. That's and a then, great deal. That's a great deal. And then if you um, want to stay at the hotel, we're offering a special deal. Two tickets. And hotel for two seventy five. Hmm. Okay. So That's... if you want to take the elevator home, you can do that. Yes, and I think you... I've mentioned this before as well. I've done it several times. Right, because you don't want to drink and drive. You might spill. Right. Of course, of course. And uh, we also have out of this world part two. Part two. Right. This is a sequel to our uh, sci-fi concert that we did um, a couple of years ago. Have you ever been to any of our um, movie concerts, Bill? Absolutely. I went to the Film Spectacular. When was that? I want to say November. Was it November? Something like that. Yeah. It, you know, we do so many concerts, it kind of <laughs> becomes a blur. It was great. It was, uh, it was amazing. Uh, the one that I went to, uh, what, the, the movies that were featured, and I'm not going to go through all of them. I don't want to bore everybody to death. Um, it's actually exciting. There's nothing boring about it. But uh, um, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, yeah, a great yeah, score. That was incredible, incredible movie score. Uh, Rudy, I thought. Oh yeah, Rudy, Rudy was, is great. That's a great I movie. Rudy was great. Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, Forrest Gump. I mean, is come good. on, it doesn't get any better than Jurassic Park and Forrest Gump. Am I correct? Those are great as far as movie scores. Right, and I mean, we've got some really... great movies in the Out of This World. Let me just run them by you. Sure. 
uh, doing Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Star Wars, E.T., Aliens and Aliens 3, X-Files, Cocoon, and um, Star Trek. Wow. It's like the greatest hits of uh, sci-fi. I got to tell you, I'm a gigantic Spielberg fan. So which character are you going to dress up as? I'm not sure, but um, I remember Close Encounters. Yeah, that's got a great tuba solo. When I first saw that, I mean, he just captured, he hit the mark. Oh, yeah. Better than any sci-fi movie, in my humble opinion, that I've ever seen. Uh, It was just really neat. The whole setting with the house out in the, you know, kind of out in the rural area. You could see the UFOs, the little kids saying toys. He's looking up in the sky. It's just really neat. And it was creepy late at night. He and his mom was single, right? So, a single mother. So, anyway, the little kids in there, his toys start coming to life. Yeah. I mean, what a great movie. Spielberg oh, yeah. is an absolute genius. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, what yeah. better way to celebrate that than, than this, um, you know, the out of this world part yeah. do? Yeah, and that's a John Williams. Oh, John, John Williams. John I know. Williams score, so you, Absolutely. Can't, you can't beat it. So. Yeah, John Williams. Uh, that, that is Spielberg's favorite composer hands without down a doubt. without yeah. a doubt i mean those guys uh they're they're two peas in a what, what's the saying two peas in a what a cup pod. Uh, a frying pan uh a pod a pod that's where the two aliens came from pod. the pod i uh, know i'm just i'm just having fun <clears throat> that's great that's great so let me ask you this do you already have um all of your plans set for new year's uh, I do actually. Yeah, already have uh, one of the last oceanfront rooms uh, reserved. So, well, now hang on a second. When you say one of the last, how many are left? Well, when we got the um, reservation, <coughs> excuse me, last week, I think I got like the next to the last one. So, so, the, so the well, rooms, <coughs> the rooms with the package will be like the regular rooms, which are very nice. So, well, I was going to say I wanted an oceanfront. So that's it. They're gone. The ocean front. You're, you're an ocean front. Rooms are gone. You're an ocean front. Well, no, no, sir. You're an ocean front. Obviously, you got one, so you are. I figure if you're the president, you can get an ocean front room. <laughs> yes, I know. I don't, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Um, well, I got to tell you, this is really um, having a having a great time. We are nearing the end of the year, and um, we have an interesting uh, program in place. I'd like to talk about it again. Don't want to be redundant, but. I'm known for being redundant. Well, me too. So let's be redundant (laughs) together. Uh, The matching program. The matching program. The matching program is a great program. Basically, we have a couple of anonymous donors that will match your donation up to um, $6,000. Any donation over $25. So far, we've raised over $2,000. So we're already a third of the way to our goal. And that's up until December 31st. Wow. And uh, we're, we're what, halfway, did you say? About a third. A third? Yeah. Okay, well, um, maybe more. We've got, um, we've got a couple of our um, people calling people, you know, burning up the phone. So it could be even more. But the last I heard, we raised about $2,000. Well, me saying halfway is kind of wishful thinking, isn't it? Yeah, but we can do it. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to help it along. Hey, we're halfway there. We can do it. Um, no, I mean, I'm absolutely sure we can. We have some of the best. No, not some of the best. We really have the best donors. I, I really believe that. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you why. It's hard to start when you're starting an organization. And we're not starting. I mean, we've been at this over six years. Yep. So right? I started in 2009. Right. 
And, um, you know, to have people on board, to have people come on board, I mean, they're giving you, when they, when they give you money, when they donate money to something like this, they're giving you their endorsement. Right, it's from the heart. They're giving you their, yeah. their it's, it's, uh, it's really an incredible thing. It's right. not, you know, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to give some money to, you know, the, the whatever it is, walking into a store, they're going to drop a dollar in the bucket of, right. for the Salvation Army or something exactly. like that, which is a great cause. But I'm saying this is different. Um, this is arts and entertainment. Right. And, and it's so important. A lot of people don't realize how big of a deal this is. There are organizations, there are symphony orchestras around the world that are in dire straits. Oh, yeah. A lot, are, of, a lot really, of closed up. I think this year, like the Green Bay Symphony Orchestra, they closed this year. New York City Opera, which is a huge organization, closed up. That's unbelievable. That's, it that's is unbelievable. A, that's a shame. But they close all the time. And our, you know, our donors, our fans, they're behind us, you know, keep us going. And I've talked about this at the concerts. The tic- you know, we t- keep our ticket prices artificially low so more people can go to the concerts. The tickets do not cover the cost of the concert. Not so, at all. No, so that's why we need, you know, the support from the donors. And we're really happy that we get all that support. So. Right, and they're really doing a great thing. Because oh, yeah. it's, what, it's what actually um, sets us aside from, you know, right. an Plus, uncivilized... Exactly, Situation, culture. Right. Yeah, and plus, culture. your donation is uh, deductible to the fullest extent of the law because we are a nonprofit organization. So, so there you have it. Well, and not only that, there's only two weeks left in this tax year. Think right. about that. That's right. So if you made too much money, you need to make some donations, we can do that. That's right. It's uh, 2014 is coming down to a close. Uh, this matching thing, I really like it. I mean, if, if you have $20... It's as though you're giving forty dollars because right. even though somebody's matching, they would have nothing to match unless somebody gave. Exactly. So you giving is is more important than than you may realize uh, to us. It means everything because it keeps us going. Right. Exactly. And and it, and it is a big deal. For example, um, like the holiday concert series. Yeah. You know, Aaron's up there with the kids. Oh yeah, he's great with he, the kids. He involves the kids. Yeah. And he's very much involved in. Music education with yep. kids, yep. right? Yeah, we He's support we support that in a in a very big way. So keeping keeping the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra um, healthy and and going full steam ahead means a lot to the community. Right, definitely, it really does. I mean, we're part of the infrastructure. We're part of the part of the. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking the of? Fabric. Eric? Fabric. Thank you. Fabric. How did you? You know what? You are a genius. Thank you. You are. You just read my mind. You're the first person to uh, <laughs> recognize that. No, no, no. I'm probably the second. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm probably the second. And then the other thing, too, you know, this is kind of related to the giving. You know, the symphony has an endowment fund as well. So if you had any stocks or bonds, say, you know, this has been a good year in the stock market. Say you made some money in the market and you want to get rid of it, but you've got all these capital gains. You can donate your stocks and bonds to the symphony and then take the deduction, and we worry about any profit because we're a nonprofit, so we don't have to worry about it. So well, that's, that's great. a great, great way, too, to help the symphony. Absolutely. Well, uh, can you believe this? Next Thursday is already Christmas. I know. It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, next Thursday. A week from today. Yeah, a week from today. So what does that mean? I mean, are we going to be broadcasting live on Christmas morning? 
No, I think no. I have a Christmas a Christmas Day gig. I think so. <laughs> a Christmas a Christmas what day gig? A Christmas Day gig. Yeah, well, I've got Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. Yeah. When you're a musician, you know, the holidays are very wow. You're very busy. You, you're always busy. You and Colleen, I'm telling you, we're very you. busy. And Aaron, I mean, I could keep going on and on. Very Let's just busy. face it. All professional musicians are busy. There very, you go. Very there you have yeah. It. Aaron's up at the. Up in Chicago, conducting at the Midwest Band and Orchestra Clinic. That's pretty too. impressive. Yeah, he's a fine American. So he is. He's a he's a great guy. Um, so okay, no Christmas show. But it's going to be better. Well, we got something better planned. Yeah, we are going to be broadcasting live. Live from, from the International Palms Hotel. I know. Isn't that a great this idea? This is great. Yes, that's uh, on the twenty seventh. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Saturday morning. What time? I think about 10 o'clock we should 10 be. 10 o'clock? Yeah, okay. we should be all right. That sounds exciting. And is anybody special going to be joining us? Uh, we're working on special guests. Okay. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag now, but we're working on some special guests. You can't let the cat out of the bag, not even a little bit? No, because, you know, what if we don't uh, get it together? Then we, you know, made these uh, outlandish promises that we can't come through with. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna keep my... Uh, you know, special guests under my hat. You're keeping it under your hat. That's right. Okay. All right. That's right. Somebody's got to run a tight ship. Around. You can't blame me for trying. That's I right. always try to get information out of you, and you never spill the beans. That's right. I'd be a good uh, be a good witness. That's unbelievable. Or a good juror. You don't. You'd be a great juror. <laughs> no, you'd be great under questioning, cross examination. You're not cracking. Trust me. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Eric does not crack under pressure. <laughs> It's unbelievable. I, I tried to find out who the secret donors were, who the guests are going to be for, for the big broadcast on the 27th. Nothing. I don't get anything. That's good. Okay. See, that'd but be I, good, uh, you know, in case uh, the CIA wanted to use enhanced interrogation in t- techniques, that'd be good. You are very international <laughs> in nature. That's right. So, so that's good. I mean, International Palms fits, the name fits you perfectly. So it just seems natural that we would be broadcasting from there. It's going to be fun. I always like an opportunity to get out in the public and, uh, you know, meet people. And, oh, yeah. And, and talk a little bit about the organization and what we're doing. It's fun. Plus, it's going to be great to go over to the hotel, too. It's a great place. Yeah. And where are we going to be broadcasting from? Um, probably the lobby. The lobby. Okay. Unless, you know, it's a nice day, maybe we'll go out by the pool. Who knows what we'll do. You know what? Either one would be great. Oh, yeah. It might be neat to do maybe both. Oh, yeah. We split, could do that. Split the broadcast. Oh, yeah, we could two, do that up. In the two se- I don't know. We could do that. It depends on how cold it is, though, doesn't it? Right. We don't know what the um, weather's going to be. My brother-in-law is coming down from Pennsylvania, so we could get, like, a snowstorm. Who knows? He always, bring, <laughs> he always brings the cold weather down with no, him. No, don't say that. It happens every year. I think year. you can speak things into reality. I'm telling you, nothing's going to happen. His brother's going to come down. The weather's going to be great. There, okay. I just countered right. your negativity. All right, we have a guarantee from yes. uh, Mr. It's Bill gar- Trudeau. It's a guarantee. Well, I, I got to tell you, this um, is really a nice day. It's a beautiful day. We're sitting here at the, the wonderful Maestro's Cafe, and it uh, looks like it's pretty busy. Everybody's enjoying their food. Please don't hesitate to stop by without having a cup of coffee. A fantastic breakfast sandwich. Right, like try the ciabatta bread. Eric loves the breakfast sandwiches. Plus, they've got new thing. coffee cups too that are and very they exciting. Have new coffee cups with it looks like an old, it's like like an old world coffee cup design. I can't explain it. Right. But um, anyway, this show is wrapping up. We are just about to the end of another exciting broadcast. Eric, it's been a lot of fun. It's been informative, entertaining. 
blah, I'd, uh, blah, blah. give you a high five for Merry Christmas, but you have diseases, so I'll do the fist bump <laughs> instead. All right, fist bump. That's why they invented it. That's right. This is Bill Trudeau and Eric Lee saying, we'll see you later. You've been listening to Maestros On Air, brought to you by the Space Coast Symphony Orchestra. Remember, you can support the symphony in many ways, including a visit to Maestro's Cafe, located just inside the main entrance to the Brevard Central Library and Reference Center, 308 Forest Avenue, Cocoa, Florida. Maestro's Cafe serves a variety of coffee and other drinks, as well as breakfast and lunch selections, and is open most days from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with extended hours on Tuesday and Thursday, closed Sunday. For more information about the symphony or upcoming events, like us on Facebook or visit our webpage at spacecoastsymphony.org. And remember, as always, we'll see you at the show.